Hey, Billy, why don't we tell them what we're about, man? So we're here to welcome you to the Madhouse Chronicles. It's a talk show with myself, Billy Morrison. And me, as yours, This man, Prince of Darkness, and we watch and react to the maddest internet clips. What do we discuss, Ozzy? Drugs, rock and roll, aliens, all that kind of shit. Drugs, rock and roll, aliens, and all that kinds of shit. Come and join Ozzy and myself. Visit OsborneMediaHouse.com to get special access to... Come to, on! What do you say? Do you think it's the wildest show on the internet? Oh. <laughs> Andrea Mitchell is the CEO and founder of Doing All Things. She has created products as a way to not only encourage herself, but for others as well. She wants everyone to wear the merchandise proudly, boldly, and unashamed of the love of God and all that he has done for us and will continue to do. Join us as we discuss the journey behind the business. You're listening to the Slaying Self Doubt Podcast, where we empower black women to acknowledge their fears, doubts, and insecurities in order to give birth to their God-given purpose. Join me and sometimes some of my friends on our journey as we remind you that you are not alone. I'm Felicia Wallace, and together we will find our fears and slay them. Welcome back to another episode of the Slaying Self Doubt Podcast. I am here with Andrea Mitchell the creator and owner of Doing All Things. Hey. Hey, thank you for having me. Thank you. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. I'm so excited. So a little backstory. So I started seeing your uh, posts like um, on Instagram and was just like, oh, that's so cute. I like that. And at first I like, I'm so <laughs> strange and weird sometimes but I was like doing all like that's how I read it out when I first read it I was like oh doing all things yes that's so creative um so can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started well so a little bit about myself I am uh newlywed slightly one year oh um, congratulations that is still newlywed yep yep uh uh-huh Thank you. Thank you. Newlywed, but um, it's not my first rodeo. <laughs> so, um, I have two girls, 13 and 8, and um, I'm from Florida. Okay. I'm a brat. Yep, I'm from Florida. I'm a military brat, but I've been living here in Maryland for about 11 years now. And um, as much as I've tried to move back down to the South, it just never happened. So I just gave up and said, okay, Lord, this must be your will for me to be up here because it's just not happening anymore. So. <laughs> But yeah, but um, during the time being a single mother and not even just being a single mother, just being a mother period, I was always doing the drop-offs morning and um, pickups and stuff. So our car rides, I'm always trying to motivate and encourage my girls and speak to them and pray over them in the mornings. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I will always say to them, you can do all things. Mm. And um, I just kept saying over and over, you can do all things. And we have our little morning, you know, inspirational time and listening to Erica Campbell and back when Yolanda Adams was on the radio before she oh, got snatched yeah. up. So, oh yeah. Oh yeah, she did start that, that, didn't she? I do. Oh wow, that's so crazy. I remember that just one morning, you know, we ride and I'm like, what happened to Yolanda Adams? I know. Or so but during those times that was really important because we lived on the other side of town. I had bought a new house, um, first time home buyer and single mom doing it, but I still had them in school on the other side of town where we live. So anyways, the commute was about 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And of course there's a lot of time to sit and talk and I'm just pouring into my girls all the time. And I would always say, you know, 
you can do all things. If we're talking about work or friends or whatever, I'm just telling, you know, you can do all things. You can do it. You can do it. Yeah. And so start to stick to them and resonate with them. And not only to, with them, myself too, and my family and friends. And I was on Instagram before and on Facebook. And whenever people would say something that was, whenever there was doubt. Yeah. <laughs> do it you can do all things i always i was like my not my thing that i would put in people's comments you can do all things it's gonna be okay and yeah. i've always just been that person that encourager so i knew when um all these different uh t-shirt businesses started to pop up, i was like you know i could do that i really want to do that too mm. and but at the time being a single parent it was just there was no room for me I just kept putting myself last and I think that's not only as a single parent I just think sometimes as moms that's what we do we yeah. put ourselves yeah last on a totem pole and it just kept sitting with me though and I would have all these ideas of mm. things that I wanted to like I ain't got time for that though by the time I get home and cook and do homework I'm tired I'm ready to go to bed I ain't got right time for this. <laughs> But my husband, though, thank God for my husband, because even before we were married, and even when we were dating, he was like, you know, you should be a, um, a life coach. But he was saying it being a smart aleck, because, you know, <laughs> during our conversation and stuff, I'm just always the one to encourage and trying to find the bright side of things. He was like, yeah. you know, you should be a coach. And that sat with me, too, which is still something on the back burner. But also, he was like, you know, you have so many gifts and talents and you work too hard. I do work for the government. He's like, you work too hard for the government and not enough for yourself. I mm. want to speak to you more. And when someone like speaks to you and sees things that we don't always see, yeah, it really, really touches you, you know, especially someone that you would, you just, you never know who can see things in you yeah. and speak into you and, t and tell you those things. And that really, really sat with me for a long time and I appreciate that because you always gave me accolades like you know you're one of the best moms I know and wow. that's one of the things that attracted to me to you. you you take care of business and you're good at your job but I see you doing more and so the more he's spoken to me the more it sank into me yeah it's so crazy how you're like telling the story and it's like all of these seeds that God was planted in you even before mm -hmm. it actually became um a, a part of what it is that you're doing and I think that that it happens so so often that we don't even realize the things that we're destined for sometimes and the things that we're purposed to do we're already doing it it's a part of us which is the reason why it sometimes it comes naturally but then other times why it even causes doubt because you're like well no I wasn't really doing this to do anything more than just <laughs> saying these words or doing right. this to do anything else other than just like encourage somebody else and so when God is like pushing you to say, okay, now, now you've done enough of encouraging everybody else and doing for everybody else. Now I need you to know that you can do all things. And even as you're yes. saying, yeah, even as you were saying it, he's like, oh, I'm going to do this. And um, it's so funny when you say the thing about putting us, putting ourselves on a back burner in my house, I, I love to cook. And so mm -hmm. I, I probably do 90 
8% of the cooking, <laughs> here, which is, it's completely <laughs> fine to me because I enjoy it. And so the other day, um, my youngest son was like, mommy, why do you always eat last? And I was just like, well, because I make y'all plates and I do all of this stuff. And they're like, well, that's mm-hmm. a choice. And I was like, wait a minute. First of all, <laughs> I was like, well, it is right? a choice. And and so once I thought about how I was going to respond, I was like, you're right. It is a choice. I choose to let, let y'all eat first. I choose to, you know, fix my husband's plate. Mm-hmm. I choose to do all of those things, which is completely fine for me because that's what I want to do. And so they were like, okay, well, we're going to make sure you eat first. And I was like, not really sure how that's going to go. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the fact that he thought of you and, you know, sometimes, like I said, it takes other people to point stuff out yeah. to us you don't see. Mm-hmm. Oh, God will use any and everybody. So he chose to use your son to point that out to you. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, I guess that's not, you know, I don't even think about it. But I was like, but I, when you're doing stuff and like when you're a mom and you're, or, you know, and I don't, well, right now, because we're talking about moms, I was going to say parents, but we talk about moms right now. Um, but when you're a mom, you're usually, uh, you're cooking, you, you make sure the kids have whatever they need first. And then you, even if it's just, mm-hmm. even if you're going to eat all at the same time, you still make your plate last. Like, you know, it's some, some of it is like, right, I got to exactly. ration out the food. Cause if I let y'all make these plates, we might not have no dinner tomorrow. So. Right. <laughs> You're right, but you know, start including yourself. Like I, when I do the lineup of plates, I'm in that lineup too. So to make sure I get a place, so you know, make sure you in that lineup. Take care. Yeah, of Yeah, I know, I know. But sometimes I just be like, oh, I'm gonna let them have this. I was like, I don't know what it is. I just it never really dawns on top of the fact that I'm a person who needs like certain amount of sauce. I need certain drinks. Like I'm very particular. <laughs> so the other part is that I don't want nobody else making my plate. I want to make my plate first because <laughs> I got to have my hot sauce my whatever soda whatever drink whatever water they're like you gotta add all this extra mm-hmm. stuff that's why i go last don't worry about me okay go ahead and eat that is true too <laughs> nothing wrong with that that I is know. true too so how mm-hmm. has self-doubt showed up in your journey Do you want immediate access to new episodes, products, events, and freebies? Join the Slaying Self-Doubt family today at www.feliciawallace.com. That's www.p-h-i-l-i-c-i-a-w-a-l-l-a-c-e.com. From the beginning, when my husband told me that, you know, you should do more for yourself, the doubt already kicked in. First of all, I don't have time. That was the one, that's my number one excuse that I always had. I don't have time because um, when we were dating, of course, we lived separately and I was just like, I don't have time. I have to pick up the girls. And another big part is, so my youngest who's eight, um, she has a lot, not a lot. She has a health condition. And um, I found out when she was four that uh, she um, was diagnosed with um, high functioning autism. Mm. So I just felt much on my plate I don't have time for this even though I had so many ideas I wanted to write children's books which I still want to do children's books Mm. um there's still much that I wanted to do but I just felt like my plate is full God I mean how am I ever gonna have time so that was my number one that was my first self-doubt I don't even have time to start this and I just always tell my um my husband we were dating I don't have time and if I had and this is something else that I I shouldn't have said because this is just pushing it off from other people. If I had help in the house, yeah, I would have time to do what I wanted to do. But that was a, the, the devil right there. First saying I don't have time, didn't try to make excuses. Yeah. And it really down to 
just being fearful. Even if I did do it, who was going to listen to me? Mm, so mm. all these doubts were just pouring into me. And honestly, they did not escape until, and I'll be honest, until I got married. And then I decided, I was like, you know what? When I got married, I just felt like a sense of, I don't know. I just felt more empowered, mm. more like I can do this now. And not because I was married. It's just, I don't know. It's just the timing. But so after we got married, um, I created the Shopify site. I ain't have not a shirt made. I ain't have an Instagram. <laughs> I take that back. I did start putting things out there. I'm one, I'm very big on putting things out there, receiving it, claiming, speaking it. Yeah. So even before we got married, I created an email address because I already had the name doing all things. And him and I used to talk about it. My husband's very business savvy and him and I used to talk about it. So I had the name a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I just didn't with it because it just sat and sat and life happens. And then next thing you know, a month goes by and then a yeah. year goes by. And you just keep putting things. And that was part of the reason because it was a part of me and things that I want to do. Anything attached to me, it kept getting put to the back burner. Right, right, right. Yeah. My weight, my personal goals, (laughs) anything attached to me kept putting on the back burner. And this, I know I'm going all over the place, but this also has a lot to do with my mental state as well. And I have to get that in check. And that was a big of me moving forward um i started to see um somebody a counselor to talk to mm-hmm. um, and that helped me put me more on the front yeah top versus the back and I, I think that's really what i had a lot to do and when i was able to start putting me more on the top yeah focus more on things that i wanted to do my daughters are doing good in school and you know so that was probably the, the pivot i had to put myself more on the top to, yeah to no, that and that's absolutely true. I've um told this story plenty of times on here that um knowing that I like I was wanted to do more, even when I was in my nine to five, I started I reached out to employ um employee the employee assistance program. I always mess up the acronym, so I just say it out loud. Now. <laughs> EAP, <yep. laughs> EAP. EAP. Yeah. I'm very familiar with it. Um, and so I reached out to them to just kind of see like what they offered and to kind of get some guidance. And that's what I had. I actually had a coach who like coached me the whole 18 months until me actually leaving my job. And the whole focus, as I was telling her the things that the same thing that you're saying, like the things that were holding me back, she like was intentional about putting the focus on me and was just like, okay, mm-hmm. but what do you need to do? What is it that you need? Mm-hmm. What is it that, and it was just like, okay. I get what you're saying, but like you said, but my kids are here, my husband is here, this is happening, I gotta do this. I got and it was just like you gotta ask for what you need. And you could whatever it is that you want to do, you can do it, but you have to prioritize it. Um and mm-hmm. I'm I'm definitely with you and like things that are important to us get pushed to the back burner. Not necessarily and the thing about it is it's not necessarily by anybody else. It's always by us. We just choose mm-hmm. to say, All right, well, I'm mm-hmm. not gonna do this because you have to do this all right well nobody told you to do that right nobody said that mm-hmm. you couldn't exercise mm-hmm. or you couldn't do this um venture or you couldn't you know go to mm-hmm. do whatever we're always you know 
kind of like allowing other people else to, to do their things and then we get frustrated right like if we've been honest uh-huh. we be like you get to do all of this stuff and i don't get to do nothing exactly <laughs> and i'm home and everything else and you get to go out and yes do- and you don't realize that you're putting this stress on you know like you and it's it, it sounds so harsh to say like you're doing it to yourself but the reality is is that a lot of times we are doing it to ourselves we're we are putting ourselves in these boxes to say that we can't be anything more than just a mom or a wife or right. an employee you know and then we mm-hmm. just set ourselves and say okay if this is the box that i'm in right now i can't do anything outside of that and that's not true um and the other thing that you were saying about your mental health that's a huge thing like i'm an advocate mm-hmm. for therapy i'm an advocate for mm-hmm. getting yourself together because a lot of times you don't even realize that how you're feeling like i've said this before we main we are the like the thermostat in our household for real like if Mm -hmm. our energy is Mm -hmm. off it will throw the whole house off Mm -hmm. so yeah i agree we have to do whatever we need to do to keep our temperature so to speak in check because they feed off of us if we not right the kids mommy what's wrong with you what's going on your husband is you know if you know yeah you okay did i you know what you need me to do all of those things and we can create have a great day or we can have a really really bad day just based off of us and some of us just getting our own junk out of our head and saying mm-hmm. it out loud to somebody mm-hmm. else who can tell us is that the truth is what you're saying actually right. the truth like do you really not have any time or are you just not scheduling the time because um you have time for everything else i've read, was um been reading this book uh don't Girl, stop apologizing about Rachel Hollis. And one of the things that she says mm-hmm. is one of the excuses that we say is we don't have any time. And she was like, if you look at your calendar, everything that's in your calendar, you put it there. So if you don't have any yep. time, it's because you didn't put it there. It, do you have two hours mm-hmm. on Instagram? Yes. Yes, I do. Exactly. (laughs) Every day Instagram tells me, every day Instagram tells me (laughs) I've spent two hours on it. Right. I agree. And, And you know, I agree with that so much. And another thing that really pushed me is when you think about the things that you've done in the past. So I, like I said, I was a single mother for a long time. Mm -hmm. And when I became pregnant with my second daughter, I was in grad school. And so I stopped grad school while I was pregnant and I stopped Actually, I stopped grad school for a good year. Mm-hmm. Felt like, I okay, I'm pregnant. I can't be pregnant and trying to focus and trying to get an MBA. So I stopped grad school. And then a girlfriend of mine, my best friend, told me to get back in there and finish it up. So I finished it up. But my goal was to finish it because I was like, okay, I have two young girls. At the time, they're probably like five and a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be going to school forever. I want to get this done so I can enjoy life and move on. So that was my thing. So that was my reminder too to stop making excuses. Like, yeah. okay, when your kids were, when your girls were five and a year and a half, you got your MBA degree. Yeah. So yeah. you can do that with a baby and a five year old by yourself. You can do this. Yeah. Yeah. And so like you said, you have to get out of your own way. And I had to learn to be consistent too because I've started this so many times mm-hmm. and whenever life would happen. I would just like, I can't do this. So that was nothing. I had to talk myself about how can you keep telling people to do all things and you sitting here telling yourself Girl. you can't do this. <laughs> I keep happening. What kind of crazy hypocritical stuff is that, Andrew? You're just going against everything that you're saying. Yeah. So 
I had to change my thought process. I had to learn to be consistent. I mean, within our first year of marriage, we had to have some family changes and my mother-in-law moved in with us. Mm. And it was a lot. So I had to also learn to keep going through the storm. You can't yeah. stop the storm. Yeah. But That's I think he wants you to do. Yeah. And I think the other part about it is, is that when you said that, you know, here you are trying to encourage people, but you're not doing it. I think some of the things that we have a struggle with when we're walking in our purpose is that the expectation for us is that people see that we've already conquered whatever it is that we're saying. Right. And so I right. had the same issue with slaying self-doubt was like, oh, well, I can't do this and I can't be out here saying all the stuff if I haven't already slayed my self-doubt. Well, no, it's a journey. Like I'm going to mm. always have doubt. It, do, it doesn't, right. it depends on what it is. And all, like, even though I, you know, am saying that, yes, you can slay yourself doubt, there's different steps to it. And even though you're saying doing all things, mm. yes, you can do all things. That doesn't mean that it's not going to be difficult to do the things that you've been called to do. Yes. You just, you just, you can do them. It's just, it might be a little bit of struggle, but you, you can still get it done. Yes. And I think that mm-hmm. sometimes we put this pressure on ourselves to like be perfect or be, you know, ready, yes. already done. Mm-hmm. Like we want it to be done. And the mm-hmm. reality is, is that that's not how we were created. And people can't follow somebody that's done, honestly, because if, if I think about somebody that is on their journey to becoming something like I attach myself to that more so than I do to somebody that's just like, I made it here. Let me show you how. Well, I don't, you know, you at the end yeah. now and your expectation is a little bit different versus watching mm-hmm. somebody go through. It. And I think when you watch people go through those, you know, those situations and those difficulties and just becoming who it is that God has called them to be, it makes it a whole mm-hmm. lot easier for you to connect with them. So, girl, you doing all things, clearly. Okay. Well, thank you. I appreciate it because a lot of things I do not feel like I'm doing. I'm doing everything but doing all things. I don't know if I'm coming or going. And But I, that's just life, though. I'm not going to yeah. say that. We all go through that. No, um, and you're you're exactly where you're supposed to be. Like I think that's the thing that uh, we we struggle with. Like we want we want so much. I read the other day in my devotional, um the it's called Love Over Fear, I think, or something like that. But basically, mm-hmm. um it said to the um that like the reason why we stress and we worry is because we're trying to run ahead of God. As opposed mm. to just allowing him to be there with us. And I think there's another thing that that's how we cause ourselves some angst, you know, and that was a, like, mm-hmm. a, it was a gut check for me because I was like, yeah, you are right. I do be, I be out of order a lot. I just be like, oh, let me go do this. So let me go do that. And mm-hmm. um, in that same devotional, it say, apart from me, you can do nothing. And I've just been telling yes. myself that every single day, like apart from him, I can do nothing. Like, we are nothing without him. And as a believer, like, mm-hmm. I know that. So I'm like, slow your roll, sis. You, you're doing too much. <laughs> yes. Yes. And you know, another thing that for me, doing all things stands for, it's, of course, it's doing all things with Jesus Christ, but it just hit me yesterday. Doing all things, Andrea, also means releasing some control mm. and starting to delegate things out. You do things does not mean personally that i have to do all things that Woo! means start raising your hand a little more yes ma'am speak, um, wave your white flag uh i need some help over here that's part of doing all things too 
So I have learned that the hard way by putting too much on myself. Mm-hmm. But um, it's simple. It's doing all things in your marriage, making it work, doing all things with your kids, doing all things in your finances and health and wealth. And yeah, we are just we're doing all things and we're doing it not on our own strength by his strength. Because yeah. I know it's up to me. I wouldn't even be on this podcast with you right now. Like, <laughs> Let me send her something she can type in. <laughs> Because I got a call at 11. I got another meeting from 12 to 1. And I don't know how I'm going to fit all this in. But you know what? I always tell people, I feel my strongest when I'm at my weakest moments. Mm. And that's how I push through. But, you know, doing all things is just like it says, doing all things. And that doesn't mean doing it on yourself, by yourself. It means saying you need some help. Yeah, no. Therapist or a friend or... Mm -hmm family member but we can't do it all by ourselves that's not doing all things yeah absolutely right so what have you learned about yourself doing this journey that you didn't know before thank you for tuning in every week your support does not go unnoticed if you truly love this podcast please remember to share subscribe rate and review i am a whole lot stronger than i thought i was Mm. (laughs) i have a whole lot more patience than i thought i had and people tell me that but i don't really see it until it people give me different people in my family give me different scenarios and I was like oh yeah and it's like you're just always the calm cool mm. cute you know and patience I'm stronger and as much as I it may hurt to go through the storm I'm not exempt from going through storms either you can't skip over storms you have yeah. to go through them. and so I'm really really learning that Andrea you're not exempt from going through things you're gonna go through it and that's just what it is you're gonna have to go through it and it's gonna hurt sometimes and you're gonna have to cry it out sometimes and it's gonna be uncomfortable a lot of times but that's what makes us stronger you know like my new saying one of my new shirts is count it all joy you know count it all joy and we fall into trials and tribulations knowing that it's gonna be testing us and testing perfect perseverance and things so I really felt that like okay we got this it may not be pretty but I can do it yeah always that I one of the things that my podcast coach used to always say um and one of the first things that I remember her saying and I always remember it um is done is better than perfect and a lot of times we Mm. we want perfect right and perfect Mm, mm. perfect don't walk this earth we know that so no what are you striving for you know sometimes I have to remind myself like what is your definition of perfect one of the other things that you said about like we all are doing all things made me think that like you're doing all things looks different from my doing all things and we also yes. have to be mindful of that too that we may see other people doing things but that may not be what you're called to do that may not be your your ministry that that might not be your lane mm-hmm. it may not be what you know mm-hmm. your purpose is and so you know um um, just making sure that you're clear on what it is that you're supposed to do and how you're supposed to do this. Um, definitely, you know, it'd be a struggle sometimes because that, you know, we just be all over the place. Like, Oh, I've seen this and I'm going to try this. And I, and then you don't mm-hmm. really know necessarily like why that didn't work. Why, why this didn't work. It was because again, you, you out of order or you're not doing the thing that yeah. you're supposed to do. Um, 
So tell us a little bit about the shirt business. Like, um, what, what what all do you offer in doing all things? I know you said something about the shirt that says, count it all joy. I got a shirt that says perfect peace. Like, when I put that on, I'm like, yes. you, I think one of the things that I, I love about, like, shirts with um, messages on them, like, depending, you know, sometimes depending on, like, you got to be mindful what your shirts say, but, you know, it makes you feel a yes. certain type of way when you are wearing it, right? So, um, I bought a shirt mm. um, about a couple of years ago from um, Mess in a Bottle, and it says she from Merlin, but it's M-E-R-R-L-I-N, mm-hmm. and so I won, wore it one time mm-hmm. in Philly, and somebody was like, what does that say? And I was Merlin and they like Merlin is and I was like oh my gosh and they like oh Maryland I'm like that's not and in Prince George's County we say Merlin like that is Mer <laughs> well from the south I'm I say Maryland so yeah and, you know, I've been living here so I should be saying Merlin but doing all things and, and you know it's funny so going back to the t-shirts I had so many ideas of what I wanted to put. And these are things that really stuck to me throughout the years Mm. and reading my Bible and my word and my devotions. And so peace is something that I have been searching and still on the hunt. No, I'm not going to say on the hunt. I have acquired peace, but I'm still learning how to keep my peace. That right there is a word. How to keep your peace. (laughs) How to keep my peace. So I have peace. I just need to learn, adjust it, how to keep it. Yes speak to me and really sit with me I feel like oh I gotta put it on there and it's funny how because okay of course my slogan is doing all things but I will be honest and say the real popular ones have been perfect peace um I like because for a while I was just in a zone where I just kept reading scriptures about peace and there's so many when you pull them up I use bible gateway a lot to help me get started and then I use my bible to really really dig into it but there's so many that talk about peace mm-hmm. and so I felt like that was something I had to put out there perfect peace and then I have one that says the peace you give because I feel like he gives us peace and we need to give peace out to yeah. others as well just he gives us grace and mercy and all those things and then count it all joy has always been another one of my favorites and that's become very popular now count it all joy and so, like I was saying, it's funny that the one that I started with doing all things, it was okay. It's it's getting up there, but definitely perfect peace, I would say, has been the number one, followed by the peace you give and count it all joys coming up now. I have others in mind, but I do feel like you said, I need to um, be orderly and take my time and not be in such a hurry because I don't want it to be about the t-shirts. Mm. My husband and I, we have differences in opinion about business stuff. I am more, I'm in this business, but I'm not about this business. I'm Mm. about the message. Yeah, yeah. And I want the message to be received. And I just want to tell people how good God is. Yeah. Look, I'll be through so much stuff that we don't even have time on this podcast to talk about. You'd be like a (laughs) 20-part series for this. (laughs) It's just, I don't want to get so lost in the business that I forget the message. Yeah. That's 
No, and, and that's so, that- so true. I, I definitely, I can relate to that. I was going to say two things that I definitely think that the, uh, the peace you give and um, perfect peace and even count it all joy at definitely during this time with this year, 2020 and COVID, I really do think mm-hmm. that that message is um, being received more and more because despite mm-hmm. what we're going through, despite mm-hmm. the, um, the tragedies that are happening out here, God still gives you perfect peace in the midst of that. Like yes. he's still, um, like you said, we can still count it all joy. There's things that you can change your perspective and see it. You know, we're not mm-hmm. negating that these, you know, these things that are happening in the world are not happening, but, um, it's, it's, it's a, a, a thing of just being like where you are and being clear about the space that you're in right now. And I know a couple of weeks ago, I just had to like be, I was like in like this day of just like gratitude to God that just like, I had to think about it and it was like, Mm-hmm. In the midst of all of this, like all the things that I worried about at the start of this, God has continued to provide. He has continued to cover us. He's mm-hmm. continued to keep us healthy. We have not needed for anything. And I'm like, and at the beginning of this, I was a total wreck. Like I was like, no, what are you going <laughs> to do? <laughs> Listen, my anxiety was up to the roof Girl. the first month. I was just all over the place. And, and, and you know what, that's probably where the peace came in. I think, and now, now that I think about it, that's when I really started to dig into the peace because I was, like you said, I was all over the place and I was a mess. And internally, I'm like, that's when the slaying self-doubt came through. How can I be out here talking about this? And I am a hot mess right now. Like, I can't talk to my counselor. I can't do nothing but pray and get into this yeah. peace. And when I started to do these things, and and you mentioned like when you put on a perfect piece, you feel that. I feel that too. When I wear these shirts, it gives me a sense of calming. Yeah. If I'm doing, I'm in a doing all things mood. All right, we're gonna knock this out. This is what we're gonna do, y'all. We got this school today. We got yeah. this. Blah, blah, blah. My husband the same way. He feels that too, and I can see that strengthening him. Yeah. When he's wearing shirts, because he's in a mode of getting it done when because you, when it, I think things. and I think some of it is is that when you like you can pick up any shirt right a lot of times we pick mm-hmm. up oh do this match do this do whatever mm-hmm. have you. but when you're intentional about like wearing certain shirts that's like especially when they have um a great message on it or when it's you know uh scripture bound or it's uh you know just about what God has done for us I think it makes you feel a certain because other the other part is like you're proclaiming it to other people which is something that we're called to do is to have you know to share our testimonies and that's the way that you are sharing your testimony because when it's on your shirt people are going to notice oh that's a cute shirt where'd you get it from you know and then you mm-hmm. realize it's oh this is very scripture based so it's biblical you know and it's just like oh a christian based business i think that mm-hmm. sometimes for whatever reason we feel you know, uncomfortable about starting it, but then once you in it, you like mm-hmm. you can't tell me nothing about my God swim. I'm, I'm when I tell yes. you, like you just yes. can't tell me nothing about Him. So yes. I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool. <laughs> I feel the same way, and and like you said, when you get into it, when you start it, so I didn't say this, I didn't let you know this, but I launched this during. So I like to do uh, vision boards, mm. and. I had a group of ladies that I did vision boards with two years ago, and I decided to do it again last year. And so when I decided to do the vision board party last year, I took it a little step further. I had it in a spot, 
and we had food and all that stuff. But I wanted to use that time to introduce doing all things as well. And nice. it was very intense. Yes, thank you. Um, I am. I have. I don't have a problem with public speaking. I think I'm very blessed to say that working in the government and being in the military, God set me up to do public speaking. Oh well. And military and in the government, it ain't like you get many chances. It's like see one, teach one. So right. I was brought there to do public speaking. But after a while, I got the hang of it. And I'm not afraid of public speaking. I don't like speaking on things I don't know, but I right. still roll with it. You get it, and I'm going to do it. But that set me up for, I think, this too, to be able to mm. not be afraid to speak. Like, you give me a mic, I'll talk. Yeah. I'm not afraid. I've done crowds. I've done it in front of officers, military. So public speaking doesn't, but when you start to put yourself out there, like on social media more, mm-hmm. that, that's another doubt, slaying doubt that came through. Oh my gosh. Now I got, if I'm going to do this, I really got to do this. So Lord, and how do you choose and pick how much to reveal and how much yeah. not to reveal? Yeah. And that's another part of slaying self-doubt that came through. Like, I don't know if I want to do this, you know, but if I'm going to talk to people, I'm going to have to share them my story though. I just, yeah. they just ain't going to take my word when I'm saying doing all things, yeah. show them and tell them I'm doing all things. I was ripping and running, taking my daughter to speech therapy twice a week. And you know, it's just so much, you have to be authentic and people can see when you're not authentic and I really want to do what's right. And to me, it's not about the glory or fame. I'm not looking for that. I'm looking to help draw people to God and to show you how good he is and what yeah. I've been through of how good he is. I've been to McDonald's when I was pregnant and couldn't afford a happy meal for my child and had to go home, you know? So, yeah. and to now to provide, and I was about able to buy a house as a single parent for two girls, you know, and a yeah. brand new house. So just to show people, and you, you can't show it by just saying, hey, God's good. Right. Like you have to show. Yeah, and people want to see, like I think you said, the um, authentic. People want to see, and we long for that. We need that. We need that authentic, yes. the authenticity. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, they want to see the journey so they can they can connect and be able to just um they they can it resonates with people and they are able to look at it and say i I can do that too like if this person is telling me Mm -hmm. and i'm able to see it like it's motivation for other people to do the things that they need to do for themselves as well so andrea how can people connect with you how can they get these shirts and be out here doing all (laughs) things too Yes, and you can connect with me. You can first go to the main website, doingallthings.com, D-O-I-N. There's no G. I I kept G off. I went back and forth about that, but it is no G. So it's doing because we are doing it. We're doingallthings.com. I'm also on Facebook and Instagram as well, doingallthings. And um, D-O-I-N-A-L-L-T-H-I-N-G-S. You can find me. I'm, I'm open. And then you can also, when you go to doing all things on Instagram, I think I have it on there. If you want to follow me on my personal page as well, which honestly now these days, there seems to be the same. So I'm really debating about deleting more. <laughs> They're starting to run together. Yeah. So I'm like, what's the purpose of having two? So I'm still debating that. So you have three different ways, Facebook, Instagram, you can go to my site and get some shirts and feel the power and the presence of the peace that you will feel when you put these shirts on. Yes. Um, 
Um, mm-hmm. So thank you so much, Andrea. Andrea. <laughs> it's okay. Thank you. I appreciate being on here. It has been a great conversation. And you know, you put some nuggets into my head as well. So thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay, so the serenity prayer goes, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Until next week, see ya. All right, y'all, that's all for this week. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, and review. Until next week, see ya.